0: All right, y'all, we are back. This is Next Level Physicians thriving outside the box. I am so excited to have my guest on, Dr. John Howard, You know, we actually met on LinkedIn, and this is one of the few times where I have met someone that I've had such a great conversation with that I've actually said, you've got to come on my podcast. And the reason why is because, you know, when we got into conversation, number one, we started to find a lot of different things that we had in common. And it's so funny because people often think when you're you're networking on LinkedIn, it's all about sales, 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 sales. But in fact, you can make some really great connections and find commonalities. And I just learned a lot. I learned um, that he's had an amazing career journey. And I feel like it's important to share this because oftentimes I think we feel like as physicians, we get stuck inside of our own career and we can't turn back. So Dr. Howard, thank you so much for coming on today, John. Tell us just a little bit about your journey. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I sure will. If you don't mind me interjecting for those physicians or whoever's listening about LinkedIn. So it's it's really not different than any other uh, venue. You got to form relationships. Mm-hmm. So you got to get off, the, off there, connect, and uh, it's about relationships no matter where it is. Just because it's online doesn't mean, you know, it's not about relationships. So yeah, it was great meeting that. you as well. Great talking to you as well. So my journey, you know, I could go on and on and on about it, depending on where I start, but I'll, I'll start from sort of toward the end of my medical career. So I was a um, more certified radiologist, and I mm-hmm. specialized in uh, interventional radiology. I loved doing it. I was passionate about what I did. It was fantastic. I had great relationships with the vascular surgeons, the GI guys, all the guys I work with, mm-hmm. and I loved it. And um, you know, I did primarily say eighty, eighty-five, ninety percent. That uh, a little bit of diagnostic, just to keep kind of keep 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 fresh in, in reading films. But um, yeah, it was great having the patient care and admitting patients and taking care of them. So it was it was a lot of fun. I lo- I loved it. And you know, when I hear about physicians today just not being happy and it really disappoints me in and, and and hearing so that so much because. I really love what I did, but uh, around 2004, 2005, and I won't go into deep to this just for the sake of time, but around 2004, 2005, I started getting some neuromuscular uh, issues and um, they continually progressed and didn't really know what it was at the time. And uh, to the point where it was very difficult to not even just do the interventional part as far as, you know, manipulating catheters and wires, you know, you know, you know, fine motor movements, get into small vessels, whatever. But even the, di- even the diagnostic part, we weren't fully packed back then. So we were like hanging up films and, you know, holding dictaphones and, you know, not using headsets or packs. Right. But we were using packs to some extent. And, and just even using the keyboard and the mouse scrolling mm-hmm. caused a significant amount of pain. Anyway, to make a long story short. Um, I uh, struggled for about two, two and a half years, and uh, eventually had to had to stop uh, mm-hmm. to working. And it was uh, it was a shock to the system. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. It was like it was just it was it was um, you know like falling off a cliff. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just um, it was pretty dramatic. And uh, again, it's not something I wanted to do. I struggled with it. I tried working. You know just doing diagnostic work and not the interventional, but I found they were both they were both tough mm-hmm. and um you know for lack of a better word, I guess I would say I just fell into an abyss mm-hmm. um, you know you know being in a position, I don't mean this to sound not empathetic, but it was hard for me to sort of relate to people that were depressed or you know really just severely um, Alone or isolated, mm-hmm. boy, this really made me appreciate what, what that means. Never got the diagnosis, but I'm sure that's what I was. Right. So I was, I was, I was uh, pretty lost in what I, what, what I wanted to do, what I was doing. So, you know, I kind of just, um, you know, really just sat around in my house in my bedroom for about a year and a half, just mm-hmm. in a dark room and, mm-hmm. and read a little bit. Didn't do much of anything. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, you know, it sort of surprised me because I always considered myself a resilient person and I always liked exploring other things and Early in my career I went back and and got an MBA and I loved uh, doing the business part of things I was mm-hmm. the managing managing partner president of my group mm-hmm. And uh, was involved in you know all kinds of hospital committees when it came to the business, etc mm-hmm. uh, So, you know that just really wasn't in the front of my mind mm-hmm. and uh, one day and I'm not sure we talked about this last time we talked, but one day um, my two oldest daughters came into my bedroom Mm -hmm. and I guess at the time they were probably, I don't know, 16 and 14, maybe something Mm -hmm. like that. 17 Mm -hmm. and 15 high school. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, just to sort of compact things, we won't have the whole two hour conversation, but the the gist of it was we don't recognize you. Mm -hmm. We don't recognize who you are what you're doing you know you've always strove so hard you were always driven and always Mm. passionate and always wanted to help people Mm. and you know i tried to instill that in them and 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 there was a couple of incidences when they were kids that i that they remember um you know if we had more time i'd go into them but they would take up a lot of time but but they remember really key moments in their life where Mm. they were impacted by me to say, you know, what's going on with your mind, what's going on with your why, what's going on with your will to do things to mm-hmm. to move on. Mm-hmm. And that really was a kick kick in kick in the rear. Yeah. And 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 I think, you know, um again, it's sort of hard to remember how it all happened, but I thought to myself, you know, I have still a lot to offer mm-hmm. and I can do other things. And um I can do other things. I know I can do things. So the natural thing was to flow into uh, doing consulting work because I understood the business of medicine pretty well. I had mm-hmm. negotiated purchase equipment, I had negotiated contracts for the for the PACS and the EHR mm-hmm. even the even the human resource part of it, hiring people, um, you know contract negotiations, reviewing all the legal documents, mm-hmm. et cetera. so and I already knew you know the groups in town, even the competitive radiology group, and uh, mm-hmm. i I even, I even got hired by them and Gradually, had built up a consulting business, and yeah. I was consulting other imaging centers, um, wow. smaller clinics, and I gravitated into pain management practices, orthopedics, physical therapy. I'm not quite sure why I went down that route, but that's just what the where the opportunities were. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I I, I kind of came out of that funk mm-hmm. and um, you know put some of the skills I had. I mean, there was a little bit a little bit of fear there because you know, it's one thing doing it for your own group, but mm-hmm. now it's a different thing doing it for others. Mm-hmm. So am I going to do a good job? Are they going to, you know, they're going to be pleased with my results. And, but I found that, you know, you know, motivation is only going to get me so far that mm-hmm. basically you've got to act, right. And you've got to take those small steps and you got to do, you got to have the daily task, right. Mm-hmm. You got to do daily things to move forward, to get those small wins. Mm-hmm. And I started to get those small wins. So um, I did that for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And then frankly, you know, I just started to get bored.
0: Um, <laughs> Isn't that how it happens?
1: <laughs> yeah. I just, I just started to get bored. I think that's one yeah. of the reasons I really loved radiology interventional it was it was like, you know, just a new, new uh, patients, new cases every single day. There was nothing mm-hmm. really chronic about it right and um you know so uh, i started started to get bored with that and and uh, i was really looking around and, and i thought you know and it was uh, the, the the real estate market crash the financial crash had already happened so now we're about 2010 or so 2011 right and uh, you know just reading the you know the newspaper and looking around me and you know things coming up and i started you know hearing about you know people Getting involved in you know uh, buying up these properties that were mm-hmm. that were lower cost and you know holding rentals or flipping homes, and my wife would watch the HGTV with the flipping Vegas. And <laughs> of all course, hey, right? I love yeah. that stuff. <laughs> and I, you know, and I would have a hard time sitting down with her and actually watching it. But you know, I, I would sit there for a little while and it started to intrigue me. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, I said, this would be really kind of fun to do. And also would be something that would be fun to be doing with her. Mm-hmm. And my daughter at the time was becoming a real estate agent. So I thought, wow, this would be a uh-huh. great family thing. I love it. And, uh, but then, you know, the doubts start coming in. What do you know about that? Who mm-hmm. do you think you are? You know nothing mm-hmm. about real estate. You know nothing about properties. How are you going to, you're mm-hmm. going you're gonna, to you're gonna get, uh, you're going to lose everything you have and you don't have mm-hmm. much to begin with wow. because you've. You're losing some of your peak years, and you know, it was scary. Mm-hmm. I did well with consulting, but it wasn't what I was making as, as a radiologist. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it took a lot to 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 you know to take a huge chunk of that. And I just, you know, I tend to have a uh, you know, if, if anybody knows disc personality, is one of a C analytical, gotta know all the answers perfection right. oh, type yes. personality.
0: That's yep. <laughs> I'm an <SC>. s <laughs> c you're aware of that, right? I'm very aware,
1: <laughs> yeah, you're aware of that, and you know, I don't know what happened with this whole transition with me, but you know i kind of I kind of knew that, um you know, I've got to shed some of that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. good has got to be good enough. Mm-hmm. and you know, knowing there was a forty seventy rule I'd heard sometime if you if you if you know seventy forty percent of the information you you're you're in a you're in a good position to evaluate things. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're pretty good with I think with Norman Schwarzkopf, the general. Mm. And it's or or Colin Powell. And it's seventy percent, go for it. Yeah. And so I said, you know, uh, I, I said, I, I have some, you know, again, I mean, we're all trained. I mean, we're yeah. all, even though we might've been trained in medicine, mm-hmm. we all have, you know, a skill set of decision-making, absolutely, analyzing things, mm-hmm. of observing, we observe as physicians, we analyze things, we, mm-hmm. you know, we number crunch things in our head, you yeah. know, we're doing different things. And, and I said, I'm going to go for it. So and I realized I didn't have the skills. I didn't have the knowledge, mm-hmm. but I acquired them. Yeah. I went out there and I found, you know, courses that would teach me real estate investing yeah. and that would uh, give me the skill sets and the knowledge. And it was more the mindset again, just like getting back into.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, oh my God. I love what you just said. You didn't have the skills. You didn't have all of the knowledge, but you took action anyway and you acquired them and that 's the right. thing about us, we are learners, we are we are analytical, we have the capacity we 're high performing professionals, and I just love that you said that like because I, I you know I always get that with my clients like well i don 't know what i 'm doing. well, so what? I mean, when I right. first started my practice back in '7, right before the market crash, by the way, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had no idea about business when I first first, first started back in two thousand and four. I jumped in like all bright-eyed, bushy tail and naive. And that's why my first practice failed. And, you know, like, it's like, oh, it's the worst thing that could possibly happen. It wasn't that bad, right? You just, you know, take the information (laughs) and then try again. Right, try again. (laughs) Try again. Try again. Yeah, I love it.
1: I mean, my issue. I found that the the mindset, you know, your 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 view of your your set of beliefs that have been ingrained since you were a kid, mm-hmm. really is going to un, undergirds all of this. It's going to help. It's either going to hold us back mm-hmm. or allow us to go forward. Mm-hmm. Whether it was my initial decision to be a physician, or then becoming a, a business healthcare consultant, mm-hmm. and then getting into real estate, it wasn't the skills and the and the knowledge that was that was the initial hurdle. It was really just deciding absolutely. that you got to break out. And, you know, I mean, what's the old saying? This is life kind of begins out, right outside that comfort zone. I love it.
0: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, one thing that's so beautiful, I just have to say this because I was listening and, I'm, you know, I'm a daddy's girl, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one thing that you said is when your daughters walked in and said they didn't recognize you anymore and they said what they said and they empowered you like you empowered them, you woke up. and listen and it's isn't it so beautiful like how sometimes our kids can be the mirror for us
1: yeah absolutely and it really
0: puts something at stake for you right like oh yeah and i think that's the thing is like i think we have to have something at stake and -hmm. then be willing to like get up you know like get up every single time and that's what you did just like you got up and then you decided and then you took action that's like dope
1: Right. For myself and for them, you know, it's like, exactly. you know, I'm the father and you know, I'm a human being that needs to contribute to myself and to the world. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, a husband, and, you know, and a father that, you know, wants to provide and take mm-hmm. care of my kids. And yeah, they mm-hmm. put a, a stake in the ground. That's a good way, good way to put it. Yeah. But,
0: uh, and you're of value. You, you, like you said, you still had like something to offer. You still have something to offer and that value. And you know, like to recognize that and to, through all of the doubt, through all of the, well, you know, who, because trust me, I know that language very well. It's like, oh, Mm -hmm. who do I think I am? I'm going to do a coach training now. Like, what do I think I'm, you know, like, and then you got to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. We're all on the journey, right? We're, we're, you're in a position to do what you're doing because we're all on, on, on the journey, right? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
0: But like, you know, I like to say about the, um, like the, um, Infomercials, but wait, there's more. Like that's not even the end for you.
1: <laughs> right, but wait, there's more.
0: But wait, there's more. Tell
1: us more. <laughs> right. So I just encourage you. You know, I mean, you know, a rubber band's not useful until it's stretched, right? So you got to mm-hmm. stretch beyond that comfort zone mm-hmm. and move into that growth zone and and realize you do have the mind to do it. You can do it. So you need to acquire some new skills. So you need to acquire some new knowledge. So you need to put them into action. You might need to get a mentor or a coach. Or somebody else, maybe a little bit more experienced, a little bit further ahead of you in that field, which I did in real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, I teamed up with a friend of mine and another and a, and a, and a cousin of mine, mm-hmm. and you know, again, to make that long story shorter, so we can compress it. We ended up in six states: Florida, I think, Iowa, Michigan, mainly wow. Indiana, Illinois, flipping thirty-five homes, wow, and holding another seventeen others and a couple pieces of land down in down in Cape Coral near me, wow. So over about a four-year period.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. From someone yeah. who had no knowledge or no skills? No knowledge.
1: No knowledge. That is amazing. No mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a great learning experience. It was a great learning experience. But of course, being me and my <laughs> daughter, yeah, <laughs> my daughter decided to kind of move in a different direction too, you know, without, you know, it's kind of getting, you know, a lot, a lot of things came into confluence. You know, I was getting bored again. My wife right. was a little bit tired of going to Lowe's and Home Depot and that <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah you know, it was a little bit aggravating dealing with some of the contractors, whatever, right, but, it, right. you know, but, one, but it was mainly getting itchy to do something else. Mm-hmm. And also the market was getting expensive. So it was the right time. Mm. And it was also the right time to get back into, um, the medical world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, um, uh, with a friend of mine who I helped actually open up a physical, um, Therapy and uh, minimal pain management practice. And I say minimal because it's mainly joint injections, it's not doing right. you know, the, the major stuff that some of the pain management docs do. Mm-hmm. I'd helped him in 2010, 2011 mm-hmm. when I was doing the consulting. right? And I ended up becoming his chief operating officer and, and chief medical officer mm-hmm. for an eight site company, eight offices throughout the state wow. of Florida.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I did that for a couple of years and uh, had a lot of, you know, we grew from, I think, when I joined four offices up to eight in that two year span. So was instrumental in that expansion. Mm -hmm. And again, there, again, there were some things that I wasn't necessarily um, right out of the box skilled at doing. Yes. I was managing partner in my group. Yes. I was had that consultant under my belt, Mm -hmm. but this was a little bit different actually managing the practice versus being strictly the consultant. Right. And I had 30 doctors and physical therapists and, and physician assistants under me. Wow. So, so some of the main things we did, there was the expansion and also uh, implemented a new EHR, which I was kind of proud of. I don't hate to pat myself on the back, but you should. We, we rolled out eight sites simultaneously.
0: Oh my God. You should definitely be patting yourself on the back for that one.
1: You know, and, and, I, and, I, and I think the reason it worked was because I got the buy-in of, of the end user. I brought mm-hmm. in the docs and the therapists and the front desk people. Everybody got brought into the process. Mm-hmm. Everybody was able to have buy-in. Yeah. So you dock out there get get your staff to buy in. Don't just do top down. Absolutely, top down is not very effective in today's world. Absolutely. Um, but again, itching through all that, you know, I was always looking for something else, and I and I and I love the idea of coaching because I'd always been in roles of leadership and management mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. directing and you know ordering or <laughs> lead, <laughs> whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah and I love deal. the idea. I love I love the idea of coaching because coaching, pure coaching. Um, you know, takes the person is fully resourced, yes. and you help to facilitate, bring out what they what's really in them, and you just help move that along.
0: Absolutely. So
1: during that interim, because I love getting you know more education, I became certified into uh, two organizations as a certified physician coach mm-hmm. and a certified executive coach, mm. and uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing now. So I left that practice as the COO, CMO, and now right. I'm uh, I now I'm a uh, executive coach and helping a variety of industries, narrowing that down as we talked about, because this, right. is, this is very new to me. I love talking about mindset and I have a course starting soon on that. And I love awesome. talking about personal growth and leadership and development. And um, so anyway, that's about as short as I could get it into 20 minutes of the, of the, of the, uh, of the journey.
0: That was beautiful, though. I mean, like, I know that, you know, just for me, listening to even the abbreviated version, because I got to learn even more now than when we talked, because, you know, you've gotten to tell a little bit more of that story. I think one of the things I'm taking away, and this is a, it's a, it's a commonality, I think, is, is we, we, get the, we get an itch. We, we sometimes get the itch mm-hmm. to do something different. Right. And I think that sometimes we deny that itch. Like, I talk about it as the knock. Um, when I did my mind remapping and manifestation retreat, that's all I talked about. It's was like, okay, the knock, you're going to hear the knock. And when you hear mm-hmm. the knock, you must answer the knock. Right. right? And that's yep. what I hear is like, you, you know, you went and you did something. So light. like at first you were sort of, you know, sort of like forced to transition. Right. But then after that, it was more like, huh, I hear another knock. Let me answer the knock. Mm-hmm. I hear another knock. And I think it's okay. Like for the, for the, for the docs listening, you know, it's okay to answer the knock.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a great way to put it. Exactly. So there's that knock there. And, 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 you know, if, if your passions there, you know, and again, it, it was forced on me um, uh, to, to begin with, because I, I loved doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, I mean, uh, you know, th- there's a plan in life, you know, for me, I, I look at it as God's plan. And mm-hmm. you put these obstacles and these challenges in my way for a reason. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I think you know, I, I helped a lot of people with what I was doing, and I and I would continue to probably still be doing that. But I think, in many ways, I possibly impacted a lot more people. At least, I'd, I'd like to believe that. Absolutely. And uh, and 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 made things, uh, you know, hopefully help facilitate people's lives and directions they want to go, and help them, you know, act on uh, act on that knock that they're hearing. Absolutely. So So um, yeah, it's uh, you know, there's there's reasons things come up and. And yeah, if you hear that knock, and and especially if you've got a, a, a real passion for it, you have a desire, mm-hmm. and it's always been something you've, you've dreamed of, dreamed of, um, yeah, don't keep suppressing it, you know, yeah. you know listen to it, um, you yeah. know.
0: I think one of the things that you said that's really powerful is that, you know, in in each transition and transitioning, you have most likely impacted even more people than you could have. As a radiologist, you impacted probably thousands of lives, you know, maybe, maybe more, maybe hundreds of thousands of lives in your clinical career. And then you probably did that multiplied by 10 as a consultant, as a real estate, you know, investor, as a, um, as a coach, because especially when you're empowering other leaders, Mm -hmm. then they're empowering their people. And then they're empowering their patients or their, you know, like whatever. So, so when I got ready to transition from clinical to coaching, that was one of the questions like, oh, you know, am I going to leave behind all of this clinical training, all of this, you know. But for me, the knock was I feel like I could impact more people than just seeing patients one to one. I want it to be one to many, and some people do that through speaking, and some people do do that through empowering those who empower others, and I think that's sort of like what you're speaking to, and I think it's really, really beautiful and really important that our docs get that.
1: Yeah, and I believe that's true, and maybe as a radiologist, because you're sort of, you know, in the dark rooms and stuff, I mean, as an interventional, obviously, I saw it more, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't quite see it. Right. That we caught Mm -hmm. that small calcifications on the mammogram so Mm -hmm. that the person had a resectable lesion versus not. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's happening and I'm okay with that Mm because I know it's happening. Right. And I think it's similar to when I was consulting and when I'm coaching now, Um, you know, and even in the real estate world, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Where, you know, I bring in that element of where I do leadership development and team building and communication. Mm-hmm. I really am all about trying to understand each other's personalities, trying to get your team involved, mm-hmm. trying to get activities where you're using the skills of each person. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know, again, if I must say so myself, most of the organizations I went into, particularly if they were receptive and certainly the ones I touched directly, like this pain management company, mm-hmm. you know, grew. Yeah. what did that mean that meant there was there was there was more people had jobs yeah more people were providing for their families absolutely more people you know more people were able to do things more people to contribute to the economy more mm-hmm. people were getting along at work and engaging and, mm-hmm. and and there was more there was more engagement and more uh, satisfaction in what they were doing absolutely you know, was all that real measurable I mean um, I mean I'm sure we could have done done measured studies of it absolutely <laughs> um, but I saw it. And, 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 and I, and I believe that's the case. And now with, now with, with coaching groups and private clients as well, Mm -hmm. I see that as well, They're making strides in their life. And, you know, again, I'm not sitting at their their dinner table or with their friends, but Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. And I believe that it's affecting those relationships and it's like a domino or ripple effect.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 and it's the thing, you know, like with our profession and with coaching, with our industry. It really is like planting a tree that you'll never you know fully sit under its shade. You know, right. it's like you don't know how this will affect how your coaching of mm-hmm. some leader will will impact their family, impact their children, impact their children's leadership, impact you know like that, or right. impact the staff and the staff's children and the staff. You know, it's like there's right. it's, it it really exponentially expands. Right. So yeah. So you know, h- how can People, because you you do this coaching with, with leadership, you do this executive coaching, if people want to get in touch with you uh, to actually coach with you, or to bring you mm. in to speak, or any of that, like, how do they do that?
1: Right. Well, I think as I, I told you, one of the emails I'm transitioning my website. So mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would love to give my website, but probably the easiest way is, is, is through LinkedIn. If you're on LinkedIn, that's how I found you. Um, <laughs> or, or, or through my email, if, and, and you're I, welcome and you're welcome to give that out. If there's, if there's any way you can do it on your podcast. That's yeah, yeah. You can, you
0: can tell, say the email and then I will um, put it in the show notes.
1: Oh, okay it's J Howard like my name but not not John just the J J Howard MD mm-hmm. at comcast.net at, dot Excellent. Net. Excellent.
0: And I'll make sure to put that in the show notes and I do have your LinkedIn um, your LinkedIn uh, URL profile, profile. Right. so mm-hmm. I'll put that in as well. And sometimes you know like it is easier to just contact on a networking site, like LinkedIn, you know?
1: Right. So yeah,
0: that's how I found you and look what we have here.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. Right. But until the uh, website's up and running, trans transitioning, the email's fine or, or either way, even the, even whatever. So it's
0: great. Well, you know, these, um, these podcasts are evergreen. So when you do get it up, just email it to me and I can edit the show notes and put that right in by the way.
1: Great. Wonderful.
0: Yeah. Oh, thank you, John, so much for coming on. I so enjoyed this conversation, even more so than the last. And I know that the listeners will enjoy it because there were so many really great points that you pulled out of it. And I think it's just a testament to um, your passion, your your personal development, and your ability to just get back up, like your resilience. I mean, you are resilient. And I think that sometimes we feel like You know, when we go down and we stay down for a minute, then it's like, oh, that's our resilience. But you went through a grief process. And I think people have to understand that, you know, we as doctors, we're just as human as anyone else. And we have to go through our emotional processes. But in the end, you got back up and you have blown it out even more powerfully. So thank you for what you do. And I so appreciate you coming on.
1: You're welcome. Great to be here. Great to be here. Best to you.
0: Yes, thank you. So you you heard it. Dr. John Howard will have all of his information in the show notes. Of course, if you know if you want to know how to get in touch with me, you know how to do that. Dr. But really, it check out Dr. John Howard. Check out his LinkedIn profile. Connect with him because you never know what benefit, mutual benefit, could come of that. All right. So Thanks again for coming on and thank you all for listening out there and we will see you on the next podcast. Namaste y'all. Welcome back, tribe. You are listening to Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box, where we invite doctors, dentists, and medical entrepreneurs who are breaking the mold, stepping outside the box as entrepreneurs and practicing on their terms to share their journey, wisdom, and their inspiration with the world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Clairborne. My calling is to help doctors find freedom, fulfillment, and full self-expression. I have helped dozens of medical professionals transform their mindset, leverage their skill set, and build profitable businesses and careers they love. Now, let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an opportunity for inspiration, motivation, and empowerment with me and our amazing guests. Now, let's take it to the next level, y'all. Here we go. Hey y'all, today we are talking with Dr. John Howard about adaptability and career transition. It's gonna be an exciting conversation. Stay tuned right after the intro. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode of Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as the rest. Remember to go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time a new episode is released. It is you as our listener who help our podcast to grow. So if you like this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you are inspired, we'd really appreciate it if you write a quick review and share it with five of your friends. We want to continue to expand our reach and bring this transformation to all of those doctors and medical professionals out there who are still seeking more autonomy, more freedom, more freedom more expression, and purpose in their careers and lives. Finally, if you want to learn more about how I can help you as a doctor or medical professional transform your mindset, leverage your skill set, and create a profitable business and career you love by your design, please check out my website, www.drmyesha.com. That's D-R-M-A-I-Y-S-H-A.com. On my website, you can access one of my three free masterclasses to get you started on your journey to the next level. Have a wonderful rest of the day and an amazing rest of the week, y'all. And keep your head up looking to the next level. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode of Next Level Physicians Thriving Outside the Box. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as the rest. Remember to go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can be notified every time a new episode is released. It is you as our listener who help our podcast to grow. So if you like this podcast, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you are inspired, we'd really appreciate it if you'd write a quick review and share it with five of your friends. We want to continue to expand our reach and bring this transformation to all of those doctors and medical professionals out there who are still seeking more autonomy, more freedom more expression, and purpose in their careers and lives. Finally, if you want to learn more about how I can help you as a doctor or medical professional transform your mindset, leverage your skill set, and create a profitable business and career you love by your design, please check out my website, www.drmyesha.com. That's D-R-M-A-I-Y-S-H-A dot com. On my website, you can access one of my three free masterclasses to get you started on your journey to the next level. Have a wonderful rest of the day and an amazing rest of the week, y'all. And keep your head up looking to the next level. Namaste.